Welcome to the Ether. Today is Thursday, February 9th, 2023. Today on the Ether, in the Mixer, episode 2, featuring real finance, hosted by Kid Kuji. Let's take a listen. Evening, how are we? I'm good, thank you. Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Quite pleased that my Wi Fi haven't rugged me as yet. So <laughs> it's going well. Now, um, thank you for coming on. Um, like, uh, I was reading through the white paper today and it's a really interesting concept, so I'm looking forward to understanding a bit more about it. Um, yeah, of course. So I was thinking, basically, just just in terms of structure, both both give a little bit of uh, of an introduction, and then uh, we can just get into the questions. Um, so I, I mean, I'll, I'll start off. Um, yeah. So Kid Kuji, um, 20 years of age, been in been in the space for a, approximately a year properly now. Um, you know, obviously started out like many people in, in, in Luna and uh, have sort of followed it along to this way now. Um, I've been doing writing for a bit, working with Kajira on something. Um, and yeah, I just, I, I really see a, a career and lifestyle in this and that's what I want to pursue. So just doing everything I can to sort of uh, gain some traction, get a bit of recognition and, and sort of upskill. So I, I've got a skill set to offer. but. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying my time in the space. Like it's it's amazing to speak to people such as yourself that I, I wouldn't have the opportunity to. Um, so yeah, that's that's a bit about me. Yeah, that's that's great. I, I appreciate that. You know, you're the first person that we've spoken to publicly about this. We we've had um, Kuji Cast uh, reached out to us and uh, they want to get us on the show, and we've agreed to do that. But we, you know, we're both kind of uh, they're busy. They've got a lot of protocols and things like that going live at the moment, and they really need to be hot and covering those right now. And we're quite, you know, we're a little way off uh, from launching. So this is perhaps kind of a little bit premature i guess for like um you know public uh, announcements and things like that but you know in, in the end like i discussed it with christian and i said look you know this this guy wants to have a chat with us more in a sort of public domain about the protocol about the project and we were both like yeah what the hell you know may as well um just get stuck into it and give you uh, give you the lowdown on exactly what it is we're trying to accomplish and what we're building because you know why? Why not start now? And I'm I'm glad you invited us on, and uh, I'm I'm looking forward to telling you a little bit more about the uh, about the application, and how far along we are, and what our goals are, and things like that. So, but you wanted to know. Sorry, yeah, I, your kind of format is a little bit about ourselves. So, Christian, I'll talk. Uh, hopefully, he's in. You know, Christian isn't a Twitter guy. So basically, I mean, I've like really coached him. Um, Christian's a film producer. He's my business partner um, in real finance. And uh, he uh, I've coached him into doing Twitter like and, uh, you know, I know he's driving, he's traveling at the moment and stuff. And I'm like, um, I'm like, you know, uh, just trying to like get him into, you know, I'm a crypto guy. I'm a Twitter guy, obviously. And, uh, you know, and that, that's been my thing. I'm, I'm trying like with Christian and that. I, I respect the fact that he doesn't do Twitter and things like that. You know, he he's making movies. You know? So I'm like, yeah, I totally understand, you know. And, you know, the guys, like I said before, when we've spoken before, the guys on IMDb anyway, no, he's, he's, he's got his movies speak for themselves and the stuff that he's been producing. So, um, yeah, I, hopefully he's behind that real finance logo today. I'm not sure, but... Um, um, if he is there, Christian, there's a little button on the left-hand side at the bottom, and it should say request to speak. If you want to hit that, then you, you'll be able to also chime in as and when. Sorry, sorry, uh, Kid Kuji, I'm doing your job for you a little bit. but <laughs> <laughs> nah, No problem, no problem. I mean, yeah, as you said, it's the first time you've spoken about it publicly. Um, and, you know, one thing you said to me was that it was important to refer to it as a working paper. Um, you know, you've had conversations with investors and you're sort of changing and iterating it towards what you want um but yeah i mean having someone in the film industry especially someone that's accredited is uh 
is a great start, and I think it gives you it gives you uh, a vantage point um, having both expertise in blockchain and um, the film industry. So, I mean, we'll we'll uh, I'll jump into the first question. Um, so, this is a bit about the film industry and and sort of what encouraged you to bring it into a crypto environment. So, if you could touch on the state of lending in the film industry uh, and and why you decided to uh, integrate lending with blockchain for the film industry yeah sure i mean i can see christian still up as a listener so i'm I'm happy to jump in until um he might or might not be able to sort it out i like to say i know the guy's traveling so the fact that he's in the space is is great i know he's listening which is cool um so yeah i could probably answer it yeah it, it started out by i mean i i had i had written a white paper for an automotive lending uh uh app for terra back in the day and um it was kind of at the stage where we were about to reach out to VCs, I'd like sent the paper to Doquan. I think I think he actually from in from memory, I think he laughed at it at the time. But anyway, I was pretty pretty fired up about the thing. And then in the end, terror collapsed and everything due to you know I don't you know everything that happened. You know I don't need to go into that too much. But um, and then I was just sat on a paper which entire business model was based on leveraging yield from Anchor Protocol. So it was pretty much useless really and it was like a year's worth of work down the drain which i'd been fitting in uh, in between my nft business and uh, you know my, my kind of uh, involvement in the nft side of things so i was pretty gutted christian is a friend of mine uh, he's a film producer he came around sat down and said look you know um the film finance industry is 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 not good you know in terms of traditional fight you know what's the solutions for them as producers right now is really limited in what they can what they're able to do in terms of um sorry i'll try and kill that in terms of uh getting liquidity for their films uh or being able to obtain liquidity loans for their movies um the only places they can really go are traditional banks or institutional finance companies and and of course straight away my blockchain crypto head was like ding ding okay well where where there's a whether there's a tradfi solution there's, there's a better DeFi solution in my opinion so i, I was like oh tell, tell me a bit more about that and then uh, yeah he's just started saying that uh, it is complex you know when you're trying to even though it's um, lending against what we would consider credible collateral in terms of government tax credits or you know uh, national film institute uh, grants which are being held in escrow there's still that kind of gap in between being given that money by the you know that guaranteed uh, money by the government or by a film institute and actually you know getting to the end of the movie in a sense and and, and in that gap what they normally did or what they traditionally did is they went out to banks or uh, private institutions of which there are very few and they lend against that collateral and it's often very cumbersome it's a typical tradfi solution really cumbersome slow complex full of red tape and expensive so i was like well okay um i think um based on my experience over the last like 10 years in in this industry and in crypto and certainly like looking at lending protocols and things like that and the power of a blockchain community and how we do come together in terms of like lending uh, and things like that, you know, particularly if it's in, you know, safe or low risk lending, um, I, I think we could do it better. And that's how it came about. And that's how the whole, you know, it, it was a conversation that then, you know, it was a meeting of minds. And then we, and then I was like, I, I think we can do it better. That That's how it came about, the actual idea for real finance. Hi, all. Um, hopefully you can uh, hear me and, um, Apologies for being late. I'm um, I'm not I'm not a I'm not a, a social media folk as um, as I said. And literally, I think this is the first time I've ever been on on a social media platform in my life. I'm 46, and I've I've never done it before. So I I was pressing the wrong buttons. But um, um, so nice to meet you. I just also just wanted to say I I I saw a, a huge opportunity for um for stepping into into the um financing of movie side side of things i've i've um been involved in lots of films and lots of financing i i actually provided a few million pounds for um for a film called prize fighter with russell crowe um in recent times and i i've, I've always seen how much money um i see uh, how much money financing is taken actually i thought to myself well why why not be 
you know, why not be on that side of things? There's a, there's a chap I know, um, Christopher Fig. He he produced um, back in the 80s Hellraiser films, uh, Clive Barker horror films. Uh, you, you guys might be familiar with the pinhead character. I think he's quite a sort of cult um, cult character. And uh, he's moved into, um, quite a while ago now, he moved into the executive side of things, the, the financing side of things. And actually, the reason is, is because there's a, there's a lot of money to be made as well. So... Um, I, I was speaking with 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 Cy and I said, "Hey, I think you know. I think there's a, there's the, you know, when when he said, I I think there's a way of um, there's a way of financing this um, via crypto. I said, well, I, you know, I think I think we could I, I think we could do this swifter, better than the others. And actually, every single film, practically every single film, will have financing uh, as we've described." Um, in it and that and that's money to be made on every film so you know if you think in the uk they make a few hundred films a year and across europe they make a few thousand films a year that's 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 a lot of um that's a lot of fees that could be gathered and why why let other folks gather those fees when we could do it ourselves yeah no i completely agree and uh thank you for coming on as well i mean the, the thing that stuck out to me there were two things really it was it was like you're not competing within the same industry but almost creating like a new industry altogether um and that that seems like a you know a fantastic idea you, there's a there's like a, a space that is you know no one else has done it and in terms of like the opportunity i was reading the white paper and it was saying that there's no private lending in poland at all and you you know you've got a work, market worth 50 million there um and you know having that untapped market as well as you know the uk film industry which is bringing in billions there's a real opportunity there. I mean, could you maybe expand a bit on, you know, the significance of, you know, onboarding, you know, onboarding these these film companies and 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 providing these loans, like, uh, especially in especially in Poland. Well, well, yeah. I mean, look, there's there there is currently not a single financial institution. Um, providing finance in Poland. Um, practically every single film in Poland is financed uh, uh, via um, uh, distribution MG. So that's where a distributor says, hey, once you give me the film, I will pay you this amount of money. And that has to be um, cash flowed. Um, and uh, the companies that are, you know, providing that collateral, they're established companies. They've been in the market for, well, the main ones, they've been in the market for a couple of decades. You know, they they, they distribute all the big Hollywood films. You know, they're, they're, they're established um, institutions. One of them's actually bought, was bought out by Canal Plus, the big French independent media giant. And, um, and nobody's lending against that. So every single film has that element and that's an opportunity. And just in recent times, um, the Polish government introduced a tax rebate, and uh, it's a competitive um, it's a competitive fund where you have to apply to um, uh, to uh, to get it. Uh, you once you're selected for it, you go through a number of hoops where essentially the Polish Film Institute says yes you are going to spend this amount of money in Poland. Therefore, you qualify for this amount of rebate. And then they put that rebate into um, into an escrow account um, until such time as the producers uh, pro- you know, produce their invoices and say, hey, um, can we have that rebate? And again, nobody's cash flowing that. I mean, we're talking in terms of fees, possibly you know, hundreds of thousands, perhaps millions uh, available there. And um, I know... I know companies are sniffing around because I know the companies. There's a, there's a, there's not many financiers in the world, um, independent financiers, um, and it just so happens that the UK's got a um, has got a, a, a sort of micro industry of, of of financiers, and I know them all, and I know what their plans are, and they're looking at this market and they're thinking, yeah, let's um, let's do it, but they don't know producers you know they know that you know they, they in order to get into the market you need you need somebody to open up for you so you need probably an, you know a producer somebody who understands the uk finance you know how uk finance film finances work how the legals work <coughs> and so on and so forth and quite frankly i think i'm probably the only person who who who's got those skills and that's not me kind of like saying hey i'm wonderful it just so happens that i've got a polish background i can speak polish 
and I happen to have made films and I happen to finance lots of films. So I kind of, I, by default through no, you know, through luck and not exactly design, I happen to be that person. So I can see this opening and these guys are kind of, you know, they're sniffing around and they want to get in and they will do. And once they get in, they'll start taking that market. And I, I, I honestly think it's one of those, one of those cases where the first mover gets the advantage. And of course, it's never going to be, it's never going to be a, a winner takes all because once one person goes in, the others will, will go in there. But, you know, being first, that, that has its advantages. And again, I guess those same sort of skills that, that mean that I get how it works in the UK means that I'd be well placed to be the person to link into the Polish producers because, hey, I can speak the language. I've got a network of people I work with out there and, and, and trusted uh, producers and so on and so forth. So I think, I think it's really exciting because there is this market and it's got to be good because the finances that I know, they're actively looking to try and get in. And so I think this is a really great opportunity because if we don't do it, somebody else will do it. And then, you know, in a, in a year or two time, we can have a conversation about, you know, who did it, how did they do it and how much money they've made. Yeah, thank you for that. I mean, you've, uh, yeah, you've definitely got a competitive advantage there. And uh, I think, as you said, the, the important thing would be attracting, you know, that, that initial investor. And once you, once you get a few people in and garner trust, then you know, a lot of, a lot more people would be interested. So maybe you could touch on um, the conversations that you've had with people so far and, you know, what, what sort of, uh, what sort of things they're looking to do with you. Um, and, and yeah, how, how, so what is the, what is the roadmap? Are you looking to start in Poland and then build onto the UK film industry or what's your strategy? I can probably jump in a little bit there. Um, yeah, thanks for that um, explanation uh, and everything, Christian. Uh, regards, but Christian's the expert with regards. I mean, I, I also um, I've got a Polish wife. I speak Polish, so we both got a really. Um, that's how. That's actually how we became friends. Like uh, you know, all those years ago. So we kind of. Uh, yeah, had a mutual interest in that in that side of things. But yeah, I think um, ideally uh, we would want to establish the business in the UK market. I personally would want to do that. Um, Christian and I have spoken about this, um, gone back and forth on it. And I mean, both are both markets are open and there are opportunities there. Um, I, I think, and uh, well, certainly we think as well that um, lending uh, from the outset in a more sort of uh, you know, not that uh, not that uh, collateralized lending in any market is particularly high risk. It's not, um, but that's where we want to focus. We want to focus on lending against collateral, particularly you know UK based collateral against government tax credits. That's that kind of thing, where we know that the uh, you know the the lending is extremely low risk, and we yeah that's so yeah ideally I mean I'd like to you know at the end of the day we've got I mean we, there's already a movie being made. It's being made jointly between the UK and Poland. Um, Christian's involved in that film. Um, there is an opportunity for lending there. Um, there's an opportunity for lending on at least another two projects that Christian's involved with or speaking to, at least not involved in as in he's making the movies, but certainly in touch with contacts who are making those films who have expressed interest. So it's the we're in a really good position at the moment where we're in a really rare position, I would say, um, in terms of business and certainly my experience in business is usually you can build the most amazing uh, business as per your uh, specs and what you feel is going to really blow the socks off people. And then just getting people through the door is like the real challenge. And we're actually in kind of the opposite position at the moment where we've got people knocking on our door saying, look, are you, when are you guys going live with real? Because, you know, we, we've got the film. It's already, you know, we've got the government uh, approved uh, tax credits in the bank we've got escrow from the film institute or you know we've got a and b we're just looking for c so we need some liquidity in the movie we need some cash flow we can go to uh, you know john smith down the road who's been giving us that um those uh, you know liquidity loans or cash flow loans for the last like 5 10 15 years but we'd really like to try something new and we'd like to try something that's uh that's more effective, cheaper, faster. Um, um, you know, we, we've got the people there wanting to do the business. And at the moment, we're just in a position where we're, we're trying to build out the application as quickly as possible, get, get the VCs in place. We've got a couple already. Um, I'll talk about, you've probably got questions on Kajira's involvement and things like that. So I'll probably leave you to ask those questions. But yeah, that, that's, uh, that's, hope that kind of answers that anyway. And just, just, just to add to that, um, it's kind of, 
I, I, I don't exaggerate if I, when I say to you that I could have a queue tomorrow morning outside an office in Warsaw if I said we're now lending against the Polish tax rebate. Nobody's doing it. There's fifty million pounds worth of 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 rebate sat there, um, and you've got producers looking to um to borrow against it. So it's the the, the market's there. Nobody's got the market. I mean, it's it's it's, it's really very exciting to see, um, and also a little bit frustrating because, as I mentioned to you guys earlier on, if it's not us, it's going to be somebody else. And um, yeah, it's one of those it's one of those things that you know. Only a few people can see the opening because there's only a few people involved in in that side of thing, and maybe, maybe for um, for those reasons that I outlined earlier, which is you know, happen to know the language, happen to know the financiers, happen to know how it works. That actually we're at that sort of uh, that magic point where we can make it work. Yeah, no, thank, uh, thanks for that. I I think you know something that you've re- reiterated a couple of times is that you are in a unique position and. Uh, I think that's something that you can really leverage. Um, I wanted to ask, there was a couple of questions when I was reading the, the white paper that I wanted to ask about in regards to governance um, and also collateral types. I, I saw that you had mentioned you were considering real, but also USK. So um, yeah, could you just talk a bit more about um, the collateral uh, and you know how you plan to mitigate the risk of lending? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead with the kind of the blockchain stroke crypto based uh, questions. Um, mitigating the lending, although that's more of a Christian thing. Um, he's he's uh, he's he's spent like um, as an individual, as a producer, close to. I probably, probably doesn't mind me saying this, but he spent uh, close to like two hundred thousand pounds on legal documentation just based on um you know mitigating lending or you know being involved in that aspect of film lending and understanding what's involved in that so um in terms of mitigating uh lending against uh, government tax credits as opposed to because look, look i mean it's really important i think to try and like one of the like assumptions that i've come across certainly in a few of the meetings that i've had over the last month particularly with exchanges um for some reason i don't know why they just don't like reading uh, they just don't like reading pitch decks or white papers but they just um they kind of come to the table and go oh you know well if you're lending to make films i mean this is just extremely high risk i mean why why would you even you know want to go in that industry i mean you're going to lend them the money the film will never get made you're going to lose everything and i'm like whoa hang on a second <laughs> clearly you haven't read the white paper that's not what we're doing at all i um, mean that's certainly something we'd look at in the future because you know dgens like to uh, Degen, and they, uh, you know, we we don't want to uh, we don't want to completely disregard that as a potential lending product in the future. Full equity film lending is something that I think the community is going to be really interested in later. But for starters, how we want to pursue it is we want to mitigate against those risks by lending against government approved tax credits and film institute uh, grants, which are held in escrow, which gives us a lot of um, you know security against those loans and makes it an extremely low risk. In fact, ultra low risk. Uh, loan. So that's that. That's that. I mean, in terms of uh, real and collateral, yeah. When I wrote the white paper, I kind of designed it around the real token that I really wanted to have our own native token because I felt that um, it it just it worked in my mind from 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 that point of view. However, as I said when we spoke earlier um, uh, before, you know, when we were talking about discussing this openly, and uh, and I said, look, you know, bear in mind, and I have said this to a few people that the white paper is a working document, and it seems like every time we have a meeting with uh, with Kajira or with like um, you know Atlo, or, sorry Fusion, or those guys, or every time we have a meeting, they just come back with such uh, valuable information and insight in regards to how we could potentially move forward with it that I am making tweaks and making adjustments to the white paper as we're moving forward because we're not in development yet. So, you know, and we're not selling tokens. So I'm in a position where I'm able to do that at the moment. So, yeah, I mean, initially and certainly how I would like it to be is I would like real to be used as a collateral collateral asset. But what I want to do is I want to protect that token from sell-offs because my experience in the past with especially early uh, blockchain uh, layer ones and things like that, and when they start, uh, you know, uh, introducing digital applications who are focused on lending in particular, 
they always bring in a native token and that token is always inflationary and everyone always ends up uh, being everyone else's exit liquidity, which I really didn't want that to be the case with real. So there's two things that I wanted to do. I wanted to make it more of a membership token in a sense, which gave people a right to invest. And then what we would do is behind the scenes, we would be investing in USDT or USK, hopefully. That would, that would be ideal. Um, and then by that way, what we would do is we would pay out um, percentages or you know the percentage earn to investors in real. And by doing this, we're not, we're not, there's not going to be huge sell-offs of real. So, you know, if we're taking, if we're taking people's real as collateral and then selling that real off to USD and then, you know, financing movies in, you know, IRL, then, you know, what we're doing is we're creating huge uh, and also more importantly, predictable sell-offs of the token. And when you do that, you, you're inviting in, uh yeah it's 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 not a good uh, it's not a good solution so it's not it's not good tokenomics so what we wanted to do is i wanted to protect the token in the sense that we would in the background we would be selling off in usk or usdt and then um when we receive the payment or the collateral return plus payment and interest from each individual loan that we're running at that moment we would then uh, that would then come back into the treasury and we would pay out people who had locked up their real in real having said that <laughs> and i don't want to like go on too much of a monologue but having said that and in recent conversations with Kajira, um, we really are, and I'm really starting to look at making some adjustments to the tokenomics and introducing balanced uh, vaults where people can lock up USK real, or a combination of the two, or they can lock up purely USK. Um, and that USK being used as collateral to fund, uh, you know, the loans. So we're, I'm exploring those two things. In doing that, though, Obviously, it does bring on um, other complexities in the sense that I would have to then look at the use case of real as a token. And like real then becomes uh, a membership token that's used for governance and capturing transaction fees. Yeah. OK. Internal purchases like, you know, on set experiences and things like that. Of course, we would do that in real uh, merch, limited edition NFTs, which Christian has already said that he can organize through uh, licensing through the actual film companies and production companies that he's working with and, and individual actors and actresses. So we can do all that. And that can be, you know, a use case for real. So, yeah, I mean. I hope that kind of like it's difficult for me to answer it exactly at the moment when we're really working through it at this stage. We really are in those early stages of those uh, tokenomics, with, particularly with Kajira right now, in determining exactly what vaults, what collateral we'll be using in the vaults, how it's what's going to be more effective or more uh, fluid and accepted, um, and also uh, useful to the community. You know, so. Yeah, that's kind of where we are on that. I hope, I hope that answers it anyway. I hope I've kind of done my best. <laughs> no, no, it did. It did. I mean, it, it, it seems to me like you're still working through it and you're considering a lot. But, um, you know, it, it also seems to me that you're, you're trying to make sure that it's sustainable and you don't have, as you said, an inflationary token that people just dump, uh, which is obviously very important for long-term sustainability of it. Um, I really like the idea of, you know, real as a governance token and, and being able to get onset experiences like merge NFTs. Um, you know, I think that's something which could have, which could, which gain a lot of traction, you know, sort of the idea that you could buy an NFT, which, you know, gives you access to the premiere of a movie or, or some extras or credits. Like that's a, that's a very like unique experience, which you wouldn't be able to get elsewhere. So, uh, yeah, they, it all sounds very good, and I, I think it's worth saying as well that that a lot a lot of the stuff that you're discussing is is conceptual at the moment, and you're sort of trying to iterate towards what what you think is best before developing it. Um, so no, that 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 all sounds that all sounds very good. I mean, you did mention Kujira's involvement uh, in regards to you know locking up USK and and, and vaults and so on and so forth. Um, could you expand a bit more on um, you know, why you chose Kajira um, to, to launch on. I know, I know you've had involvement in it before and, and perhaps, you know, the, touch a bit more on the conversations that you've had with them. Um, yeah, that would be great. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, just before I do that, I'll t- tell you a funny story very quickly. Uh, I found really amusing because you, I mentioned on set experiences, and I'm not a film guy. Like I'm not like I love films. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not a film producer. I'm not in any way affiliated with that uh, industry, and never have been. So I've never been behind a camera, in front of a camera, never done that stuff. But that that's Christian's world for the last twenty years, and he um, he called me uh, like. Uh, probably about a month ago, I don't know. And he said, oh, are you, are you in Warsaw? Are you in Krakow? Or you're, where are you in the UK? I said, actually, I'm over here. Yeah, because uh, my wife and I would building a house over here slowly but surely. But, and <laughs> he said, well, if you can get to Warsaw, um, you could be a corpse, if you like, in my latest film. <laughs> so, <laughs> I just had to drop that in there. So, yeah, I was like, oh, right, okay. <laughs> so it's real, you know, it's real, but it's, but it's real. Yeah, so genuinely, we will be able to do that kind of thing for investors, for holders and supporters of the project we will 100% be able to get them on set and doing crazy stuff like that so yeah that that will happen it's going to be cool okay so yeah in regard to the uh, Kajira stuff um, my the reason why I decided to build on them is quite simple in one word just trust um, like I trust those guys absolutely and uh, and without uh, you know second thought or compromise or like I, I just it's really important for me to have that connection to the founders of the project. And, you know, it's probably no, you know, it's no secret. I'm also really involved in Polygon right now. I've got an NFT project over there, which I'm running. And um, and I, you know, I considered Polygon as well for real finance. But um, it, it's it's a massive, massive machine, you know, and uh, it's really difficult or at least I found it difficult to break uh into the kind of uh, that one-on-one uh scenario where i could sit in a room with a founder and say look you know this is a project that i'm really putting my heart into and uh, putting everything that i you know believe into this project so i think it's going to be amazing and uh, but i need to support i need to know that the founder of the layer one that i decide to build this on build this on is is interested and actually wants us there and is and that was possible with Kajira, you know, that, that's simple as that, that Dove just said, I sent him the white paper and I said, mate, look, I've got this, I've been working on for about a year. Um, is this something that I would love to build it on your layer one? I would love to build it on Kajira. <clears throat> is this something you think, because it's a real business, it's earning real income in the real world. So, and then we we can provide yield based off that income. It just kind of the whole narrative and the model of real just fit with his vision i guess and like everything he was he is building on kajira and he was uh, yeah and to my surprise um he came back and said yeah he really liked it he loved it um we got in a meeting uh myself christian and dove um and they said yeah we would want to come in um you know and i you know i don't want to sort of overextend and say that we've signed any agreements because you know that that would be wrong we haven't at this point but verbally and certainly we've had a you know what i would class as a handshake deal in that sense that they will come on as equity partners in uh in real they they like it they've you know agreed to lend us their uh, or support us with development and things like that. So, yeah, it's exciting times. I mean, I was it was unexpected. You never know, do you? You know, it was my dream to build uh, with Dove because I really like the guy. I respect him. And uh, so, yeah, I, I you know, here we are. You know, I've got this amazing project that I've got my heart and soul and like really believe in. And I'm and it just so happens that I'm building it on a on a on a chain that I really had wanted to build it on from the outset. So yes, it's looking pretty good. Yeah, that's that's very nice to hear. And I mean, I concur with you that I think, especially something that I've noticed with Kajira is that they are very hands on. You know, as you said with with Polygon, are you going to be able, you know to speak to and interact with these people and know that they'll be there when you need to speak to them. You know, with Kajira, they're so involved with the community. I mean, even me, I remember I had 60 followers um, and I outreached Dove about writing an article. And, uh, you know, he gave me the time of day, sat down, uh, had a call with me. And, uh, you know, I I think that's extremely valuable. Uh, And, you know, to to add to that, the the um the fact that he's you know considering taking you on board and you've had a conversation with him is is very positive as well. I mean, at least in my experience in Kajira, you know, one of the some of their ethos is to onboard quality protocols, and you know, the fact that they're you know seriously considering and looking at you is a, a very good sign. I mean, uh, I I I really do think that this is a 
a very interesting idea, uh, and I, I'm I'm very much looking forward to it uh, being developed. Um, there was there was something that I wanted to ask you because it, it was interesting to me as well, and it was a the full equity lending. Um, maybe you could touch a bit more on that. I mean, my idea of that was, would you be able to buy equity in the film production, or, or how would that work? Yeah, um, I don't know if Christian's driving again, so I'll jump in. And Chris, if you do want to like chime in, just interrupt me, mate, and I'll shut up because you know otherwise I just go on and on and on anyway. Oh, I, 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 I fucked up. So <laughs> I, I think the question is, what are the what's the full spectrum of financial opportunities within film lending? Is 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 that have yes. I got it right? Yeah, that's yeah? correct. Yeah. Why did it a lot better than me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, look. I mean, there's yeah. there's there's huge amounts of opportunity from the stuff that we've discussed. The collateralized lending. You've got um, you've got something called mezzanine finance, which is where a film is is almost financed, and they're they're missing the last amount, and then you come in with your um, mezzanine. The reason it's called mezzanine is is it sits at the top, and then you get um uh, you get your money in last in first out, and invariably you're getting a really really good percentage on that uh almost sort of like um <laughs> like, like a, a loan shark levels of of interest there's bridge there's bridge lending that's uh that's kind of like cash flowing right at the beginning um uh, uh when finance sorry when producers know that they um some money is going to come in but they just haven't got it uh to hand so you know that that's that's quite um that's quite a, a good way of lending. Um, you've got actually you can do equity lending as well. You know that works. There's something called gap financing. So to give you a sort of a bit of a facetious but illustrative example, imagine you've got a film with Brad Pitt. Okay, so you you kind of you know the film is roughly going to sell fifty million, let's say, and you know everyone's managed to pull in forty millions forty million pounds worth of financing, but there's ten million left. Well you go in as gap. So you know you go in as as what that film will sell against the rest of the world. Um and that's quite lucrative as well. Um you you usually you, you don't sell you don't sell against what what the estimates are. You you, you sell at sort of like fifty percent or even thirty percent of the estimates and that's 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 a possibility and actually there's there's a lot of opportunities in terms of corporate financing like there's various businesses that work in 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 this sector um facilities houses uh vfx uh, uh folks and so on and so forth and uh, oftentimes they're looking for levels of financing to expand or or, or even come in uh, as equity partners in films and you know they're looking for those opportunities i mean it's kind of, it's it, it, i i don't mean to sort of sound flippant and say you know there's lots going on but it, it's actually quite complicated and and uh, i i love talking about it but there's so many intricacies and so many opportunities that it's kind of it, it's a really really wide palette and i i suppose the reason we focused in on on the tax credit lending is because because it is collateralized and it is you know it is seen as being the safest um, form of lending which is why you've got banks like Corfacier in, in in France that lend against it because it it's it, it's seen as you know on that sort of sliding scale of risk it's seen as uh, less risky and you know the opportunities the opportunities um, to make money um, are obviously higher at the riskier elements you know the equity where you're not you're not lending against them um, you're not lending against any collateral or any uh, of those um, distributor MGs I mentioned about you're not mezzanine so you're not um, first you know last in first out you're 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 waiting for the film to make money but you know you're, you're getting a higher percentage there and actually what's what's kind of interesting as well now is, as the interest rates rise um, across uh, across the world so do the interest rates uh in terms of film lending so some financing that you could probably have got for i don't know if i don't know six to eight percent it's probably now 10 to 12 percent so it's actually good it reflects um it reflects uh the movements in the market so um yeah sorry i mean that's a, that's a really long-winded way of saying there's lots of opportunity out there. No, that's cool. 
You know what I was going to say because I know I know what uh, I know what you're getting at, and uh, from a crypto community point of view, what I'm excited about is the um, the possibility to present pitch decks like movie pitch decks to the community in a sense, and uh, investors and supporters, and have them review pitch decks and then invest in the equity of that film. Yeah, of course. I mean, can you imagine? I mean, that's 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 where I see it going. You know, that we will scale to more, like Christian says, from a financial point of view. Yeah, of course, it's higher risk lending. But there's also that cool factor of uh, uh, you as a as a holder and supporter of real and an investor in real finance. You, no one else is getting that pitch deck. That's confidential information. You're getting a pitch deck for a film that's not even been made yet. You know? Can you imagine? You know, you're getting it. You're look, getting to look at the, uh, you know, the the, you know, artist impressions of the scenes. Uh, you know, even some scenes that have been shot, which uh, are not even, you know, for public uh, consumption at that point. And then making the decision of whether or not you want to put your uh, lock up your USK or your reel in that film as part of an equity investment, uh, you know, portfolio. Then yeah, that. Of course, how can you not be excited by that? I think it's that element of real finance later, once we scale into that, I think that's going to be huge for us because, you know, I don't know about yourself, but in the crypto community, people love investing. You know, I would say they're not as risk adverse as traditional uh, investors in a sense that we will take a chance even more so than, you know, most, you know, traditional investors, I think. Uh, yeah, I think. I think I'm excited about that. I think that element's going to be really cool for us later to, to, to scale into for sure. Yeah, I mean, the idea that you could have a say in, you know, the direction of a movie or whether certain bits are included, I think that would be, um, I think that would be very, very good at attracting people and investors in because, you know, it, again, it's a, it's the uniqueness of the product. There's nowhere else in which you can do that and especially within the traditional finance space. Um, I mean, there seem to be a wide range of options and so, you know, sort of so much that you can do and so much that um, you, you can sort of look at. But how are you, how are you focusing your time and uh, you know, what criteria will determine when the product is finished and you're happy to start developing and scaling it out? Yeah, at the moment, I mean, we're pretty much good to go. All this week I've been meeting with VCs. Um, I'm in a position at the moment where I'm being a little bit particular about who we partner with. Um, I'm absolutely stoked to have Team Kajiro and, uh, you know, wishing to partner with us. I think us as a foundation in, uh, investor or a foundation partner, I don't think we could do any better. And we've got one other VC who's interested, which I also have a personal connection to from having invested through them um, probably for the last five years and know that they're very good um, in terms of looking after their, they're a syndicate. So I know that they're very good in terms of looking after their investors and I trust them and I trust that they do distribute their tokens and things like that. So that's really important to me as well is just making sure that we deal with the right people. So that's what I'm, you know, I'm busy doing that. I'm busy to, you know, aside from the NFT stuff, I'm busy sort of meeting with VCs at the moment and, try, and trying to get the funding in place and everything to, uh, you know, to, to get the development kicked off. I mean, we've got, in terms of development, you know, we, we're at the point at the moment where we've we've got the UI and the UX all mocked up and done. And now it's just sort of working out the mechanics in the background, exactly how we want it to work so that it benefits the, the holders the most. That's the most important thing for me. I don't want an inflationary bullshit token. I want something that's going to be valued um, in on the Kajira chain as a as a token. Also, you know, you know, with this mechanics that we're putting into it, we're going to kick back a percentage to Kajira stakers. Um, we've got a percentage going back to do, uh, you know, uh, buy and burn, so that we ensure that we are deflationary going forward. We've introduced something called dynamic vesting, which I think some other projects have done in the past, but they've just never named it that. But it, what that does is it allows us to not stick to an absolute concrete vesting uh, period for um, internal uh, vested tokens, for example, for the development fund or you know community pool or um, you know team wallet, that kind of thing. It enables us to put a hold on vested tokens to you know if we're at a position where our emissions are perhaps uh, a little bit too high, we can review that and we can you know hold those tokens in place that the, the tokens aren't automatically getting spilled out into the market by the million every month. So we've introduced that you know just that dyna you know dynamic element to the 
the vesting uh, periods as well. That's not on seed, obviously on seed and private round investors tokens. We can't, we can't, you know, not many, not many VCs are going to come on board if you say, oh, by the way, we can just freeze your tokens for six months. So, you know, we, we don't, we're not doing that, but certainly for internal tokens coming into the project itself, we're, we're looking at that too. So, and, you know, uh, I spoke to an independent developer yesterday. Um, I think that might even be in the space, but we, uh, you know, which has been introduced to us uh, through Kajira as well. Uh, that's another thing about Kajira as well, is they just put us in spaces with other protocols almost weekly. So I'll suddenly get a message from Dove yesterday and he'll be like, oh, dude, you need to get into this space with such and such because he's uh, building out such and such app and uh, there's there's some synergy. Or he'll be like, oh, you need to go in and speak to Fusion guys because they're, they're building out vaults. And I think that you won't need to develop your own vaults because they're already building vaults. You can just use theirs. So, you know, they're really good on that side of things. Like they put us in spaces where we've I've, I've managed to really leach a lot of information out of the guys at Fusion and things like that. They've been really generous with their time in kicking back um, in the uh, like a couple of months ago when I was in some spaces with those guys in some meetings with those guys. They were just really generous in kicking back some really vital information for me for the project. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of kind of where we're at right now. Busy, busy. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it seems forlorn. I mean, especially as you guys have got other stuff going on as well. It's, uh, I'd, I'd like to know how you balance it. Um, but yeah, I mean. It, it all sounds incredibly positive. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, granted it is still early on, uh, but the concept seems very solid. Um, you know, I liked, I liked what you said about dynamic vesting. I've actually never heard that before, but, you know, I think that will contribute to, you know, a healthier tokenomics. Um, but yeah, it, it, it sounds really good. Um, and <laughs> I think another thing which will be good in the future is uh, you'll, when when you when you've got a content writer, it'll be great for you'll you'll be great for writing puns. I tell you that <laughs> you picked a great name for it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I was gonna I was gonna go into a bit more of a personal note, um, and this is sort of just sort of based on you know investing in the crypto space. Um, sort of what advice you'd offer people. Uh, so yeah, I'll ask you. Sort of the first thing would be if you could have a conversation with yourself at the start of the project, uh, what would you say? Wow, yeah. Um, I would probably say, um, you know, it's, yeah, that's a good question, actually. Wow, it got me thinking. Um, one, one I, I definitely don't get disheartened because, you know, I, spoke, I speak to a lot of uh, potential investors and VCs and exchanges and things like that with venture arms and stuff. And like I say, a lot of them just don't even bother reading your white paper. And then when you get into a space with them, they're just staring around the room like you you don't exist, like you're not important. So definitely like, you know, if you believe in this, this is going to work. This is an awesome freaking thing you're building and just don't get disheartened with all that shit. But then to be fair, I, I generally don't anyway. I don't let it get to me. So I'm not sure, really. I think we're on the right track. There's not much I would make perhaps with the real, you know, the real token aspect of things and, uh, you know, bringing in potentially the USK stuff. It would have been good to have maybe addressed that earlier um, rather than like we went live on the white paper and I was like, this is exactly what we're going to do. This is it. This is the final product. And I, I, I think what we could have benefited from is getting into those spaces sooner with the likes of Dove and the guys at Kajira because they've got so much like I thought, oh yeah, you know, I, I know what I'm doing. Like, yeah, like I, I'm just like I didn't have a clue. Like in comparison to those guys, when you sit in the same room as them and they're kicking back information to you, then you suddenly have a bit of a reality check. Like, geez, you like you know these guys really know what they're talking about. So it would have benefited me, I think, to get in the space with them a little bit earlier because then it would have saved me a lot of time in regards to having to tweak or adjust tokenomics in a sense. So yeah, definitely, I would have done that. I think for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's always good to get, I guess, external opinions. And uh, I mean, regardless, you're you're working with them now. You've had their input now. You've been in space with them now, and uh, you you know you clearly you're on the right track. Um, how and and this is this is something which you know I, I'm I'd be very interested to know because I've not been in the space long, and uh, obviously I've had my ups and downs. That'd be fair to say. Um, how do you how do you deal with failure? Well, you mentioned earlier that you were in the terror collapse here. Yeah, likewise, so was I. And, uh, you know, for once in my, I went stupidly into that. I got completely blinded by Anchor Protocol and started like taking credit cards out and stuff and putting the money in UST. 
So yeah, I, to say that I got zeroed is an understatement. I got like zeroed on zeroed. So yeah, I'm, and you yourself can relate to it. So coming back from something like that, I don't know. I mean, dealing with that, dealing with that as a failure on my part, um, you know, for me, it's just, you know what, it sounds cheesy, but it's just family. You know, I've got a really, really supportive wife and uh, she just, uh, you know, chucked her arm around me and said, look, at the end, we'll make it. Don't worry about it. So um, just having that support blanket there, that network, you know, that just kind of uh, support and encouragement. Uh, without that, I think I definitely would have found it very difficult to come back from that terror collapse. Very difficult. And, you know, people like, you know, I hate to say it again because I don't want to sound like I'm blowing smoke in his direction. But people like Dove in the space, people like that, that just uh, reached out after that collapse and said that anything I can do, you know, is there anything I can do to help or what? It, you know, it's just having that friends within this space around you that support you through that type of stuff. Definitely. And just keep going. Persistence, determination and believing in the product, I guess. That's, that's what I would say. Yeah, I mean, credit to you. You know, you're, you're back building. You've, you've got a product you've been working hard on. Um, and yeah, having, having a network around you is incredibly important. I mean, yeah, after, after that crash, I was, uh, I was sort of questioning a lot of stuff about my future and, and you know, what exactly I'd be doing. You know, I think to, to a large extent, I felt very lost. Um, but as you said, it was, it was, it was incredible to see people that you don't know come together in a community to, to support each other. You know, it's, uh, it, it's not something that I have, you know, in, in real life, quote unquote. So it was, yeah, it was just amazing to see how people want to support each other. And I don't know whether that's unique to the Kajira community or something within the space, but you know, even now with, with, uh, you know, protocols onboarding and, and people coming into the chats and asking questions, it really does feel like people are there to help. And, uh, I think that's going to be a big drive of Kajira protocol. And, you know, based on what you're saying, it's something that you value very much as well. And, uh, yeah, I think, I think that was something that will have tremendous value. Um, I will probably, probably end on this. So do you have any advice for navigating the crypto space in 2023? And uh, what advice would you offer to people that are relatively new to, new to the space uh, in how to forge sort of a career or forge a path? Uh, yeah, um, it's, it's an une unexpected direction in the uh, in the chat, but yeah, it's cool. Um, I guess yeah, it's fine. Um, yeah, I, I think um, you know what I said before is just persistence and determination. Really, just not giving up. Like you, you either really want to be here or you don't. It's as simple as that. If you want to build a business or you know be successful in this space, then you, you've just got to be determined and persistent in what you're doing. You know, when we took the baby ball project from Terra, also zeroed on Terra over to Polygon, I didn't know anyone there, no one. And you go from being like, assuming that you're going to be mic'd up in a space and you're going to be, you know, of course I'm going to get mic'd up. You know, I'm, I'm one of the core uh, team members of the the ball club, you know, and suddenly you're on Polygon. You, you, you are, no one knows who you are. You know, you're not getting any favors. You're not getting mic'd up. You're not getting, you know, raised to the top or anything like that. And so you have to, Actually, you know, in a sense, you have to make you, you you almost knock down those doors, you know, just sort of make yourself known, make it known that you're serious, make it known that you're determined, you're not going to give up. And this is what you want. <laughs> what more can I say? I, I don't know, really. Yeah. yeah, I think that's pretty much in a nutshell. Yeah, no, thank you for that. I mean, <laughs> perhaps I should have uh, given you a bit of forewarning. Um, but but yeah, no, I, it's just uh, it's it's. The reason I do this section is I think it's uh, very helpful, especially for me individually, but I think for anyone who might be listening as well, um, just to get a bit of insight, you know, uh, there's always conversation about protocols and what they're building, but I I'd say less on, less on the personal side. Uh, I mean, I find it, I find it helpful anyway. Um, but yeah, other than that, I don't, have, um, I don't have any more questions or none have come to mind. Uh, I wonder if you want to, guys, want to give any closing remarks. If you've got anything to say, um, please go ahead. And, and, you know, if not, then I've really enjoyed the space. Uh, and I'm going to do a, a little thread write up on it after uh, just to put it on my Twitter. But yeah, it's been, uh, it's been really enjoy enjoyable speaking to both of you. Um, I do appreciate your time. I, I recognize that I'm still a bit of a noob. Um, so I, I, I do hope to learn from this and just sort of, you know, keep keep going on ahead. You know, sort of mirroring what you said. 
you know, the, the lunar crash made me question stuff, but it also reaffirmed to me that I do want to be in this space and I see my future in this space. So yeah, just to keep working hard, um, get my head down and, and just keep learning. Yes, it's, it's great. You know, I, I really appreciate you bringing people together in this space. I think the medium itself is a, is a fantastic medium to get, you know, any, any interested parties or anyone who's interested in a certain product or, a, or, a, or, you know, application that's launching or whatever it is they're interested in to get into a space like this. I mean, you just can't beat it because it gives you a real insight into not only the actual product that's being built, but the people who are building the product product as well. So yeah, I think it's awesome. I think you're going to do really well, mate. Honestly, I, I've really enjoyed it. I think you've kept it really casual. There's been a few people in here listening, and I know that there'll probably be people listening to it later. So, yeah, it's cool. I've really enjoyed it. You know, like I said, we're really early in our project at the moment in the, st- in the sense that we're not we're not launching next week. So, you know, it's been interesting to talk to you about it at this stage, and I've really enjoyed it. It's It's been cool because you're the first person that I've been able to open up publicly about what we're building and show kind of get the excitement from within out in, in that sense. So, yeah, it's been it's been great. I appreciate your time. Thanks, mate. Yeah, no problem. I mean, yeah, the passion's really come across, and uh, yeah, I, I appreciate what you said as well. Um, I know with the space I've done with CalKit, you know, actually got about three, 400 views. So you know, all of these, all of these little mediums of outreach are, are very helpful. And I think they will all contribute towards, you know, getting the name out there, getting people understanding what exactly it is and, and what you guys plan to do. And also, as you said, the, the sort of the, the people behind the project, you know, if you can speak to someone and they articulate themselves as you do, and they're able to answer questions and offer insight, it gives you a lot more trust in a pro school than, you know, just someone on Twitter saying, this is my product, here's a white paper. You know, I, I don't know, it, it gives it a, a, definitely a personal touch. So, yeah, thank you for coming on. Um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll leave it there. I will um, put a timestamp on probably tomorrow just with sort of the, the topics discussed uh, and sort of collate that into something. Um, but, yeah, other than that, again, thanks for your time. Um, thanks for everyone that's come on. And, uh, yeah, just keep doing, keep, keep building. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing what the the future lies ahead thanks mate take care guys cheers bye thanks for having us bye cheers Kristen. speak to you later mate thanks for checking out another episode of the ether that was in the mixer episode two featuring real finance hosted by kid coochie recorded on thursday february 9th 2023 for terraspaces.org i'm finn thanks for listening and if you want to keep listening Head on over to terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support. Sneaking through back alleys on a little cosplay. Broadway all day, looking like the wrong way. Resuscitating major players in the waiting room. Sifting through the paperwork while I be debating fools. Breaking rules, breaking bad, like we always wait for doom. Slayed a few in my early years, often in the shroom. Sitting in the dark, waiting for the daily news to let us know what we should believe as the latest truth. Stay aloof, writing rhymes in the studio. Trying to keep it well lit like film in a movie role. Sorting through support from your endorsements. Of course, we're tripping balls, handed reports in. The latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of pack of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is gizzle Kick it for a minute then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Big thinking energy always gets the best of me When I kick it in the lab, messing with new recipes Gotta mix and match, flip the latch, letting rhythm scratch Over shit, spitting facts with my vision smash Big trip aristocrats, dishing out a list of trash Missing wisdom, this fish is too big to catch Better let the missus know where you hit the stash Watch your next step, bro, before you hit the traps Walking on eggshells, tripping over landmines And I'm about done dealing with these damn lies Man, I'm looking at this planet like a franchise Chastised into digging holes in the back nine the latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of peck of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do 
Two plus two. Show me what that thing it do. Two plus two. Two spaces. <laughs>